Calling 911 when in an accident may just not be enough. Car accident, remember. After 911, call 411. 1-800-411-PAIN. 1-800-411-PAIN is a legal and medical referral service. Non-employee spokesperson. Football players win your league. Come to the tickets third annual Anajar and Levine John Clayton Fantasy Football Camp with special guest CBSSports.com's Jamie Eisenberg. Saturday night, August 26th at Sport of Kings at Gulfstream Park from 6 to 9 p.m. It's free and win some exclusive one-on-one time with John Clayton Saturday afternoon. Just register now at the TicketMiami.com. Anajar and Levine accident attorneys call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. Sponsored by Palm Beach Harley. They're always the number one draft pick by Rippet Energy Fuel by Crave Jerky and by Champion 4x4. For more details on attending for free, go to theticketmiami.com. It's going to be a great event over at Gulfstream Sport of Kings. Our boys, John Clayton, Jamie Eisenberg, breaking down fantasy for three hours. And then we go from there, go watch a little Mayweather McGregor, all of us together, and just get blitzed and all Uber home. Be wonderful. Or we make Matt all drop us off on his scooter. All over the place. Uh, real quick, Guitar John. We're going to have uh, per- Chris Perkins on, uh, who covered the scrimmage, uh, in a bit. Let's get to Guitar John. What's up, buddy? Phone pot. Phone pot. Phone pot. Bill Russell and Muhammad Ali and Jim Brown, aren't they all celebrated for speaking up their opinion on social issues? But we're going to now turn on Colin, Colin Kaepernick? I don't get it. Uh, I mean, I, I, I do get it, which is unfortunate, but I, yeah, I've said my piece. Hey, I, uh, I, want, I want to tell you that Bon Jovi reference. The guy who wrote all the Bon Jovi songs, not Bon Jovi, was a guy, uh, his stage name was Benjamin Child, the Jewish guy from Boston area, I believe, who lived in Miami in the 70s and he wrote all those hit songs that you know living on a prayer and and that and uh if you look him up you'll go i can't believe it this guy wrote he wrote for everybody share uh ricky martin uh aerosmith so uh and he's a I, I worked with him one night he's a fascinating guy but it's amazing how you never knew that the one guy who wrote all those hits is a guy from miami uh, yeah, no doubt. He was well, his dad, I think, was or his mom was Cuban and his dad was like European. Uh, Desmond Child. Uh, yeah, he was a but but good guy. He, he he. I mean, he he worked with Kiss, he worked with Bon Jovi, Aerosmith. Um, he you know he he did a ton, ton in the eighties and nineties, no doubt about it. It's really cool that uh, rich, famous musicians could say, "Hey, wait a minute, this guy could write a better song than I could write." And I could make a lot of money. We all—it's just uh, spending an evening with him and doing a job with him. I mean, I did his 1972 class reunion, Miami Beach High class reunion. Not one Spanish guy at Miami High in 1972. Well, he was half Cuban, so that's something. I love that. Yes. Hey, one last thing. Yeah. Beef, how much weight did you lose, man? Uh, I'm down like 75. Uh, you know, it slowed down a little bit, but uh, I think by next week, uh, I'm supposed to have a physical or doctor's appointment coming up in a couple of weeks, so I'm, I'm just going to start starving myself and keep it going. Good for you, man. You're going to be around to see your grandchildren now. You, you did a really good thing here. I'm glad for you, man. Good right. luck. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, I'm glad that I'm going to see my grandchildren. Can we not, can we not talk about my nine-year-old uh, hooking up and having kids? Because I don't want to start picturing that. Shout out to uh, Zach and Allie. My wife and my son are up in Connecticut with their awesome cousins, uh, Max, who listens to the station every night to fall asleep, which uh, I can understand. I mean, if you're looking to fall asleep, the ticket is the place to go. Uh, My niece, Karina, who's awesome and uh, is all over the social media, but I'm not going to give out her handle because uh, you don't do that to uh, your niece, who is a teenager and doesn't need you pervs lurking around. Uh, my sister-in-law, Galena, is probably listening, too. Uh, she's awesome. She's Russian. She'll kick your ass. And, uh, and she's not an oligarch, so she had nothing to do with uh, this Trump thing. And uh, my brother-in-law, Brian, uh, is out there as well. He's an attorney, and he'll sue your ass. Uh, and also, when my wife walks out on me, probably will get half from me. Um, 
and uh, have to send well wishes to my mother-in-law, Lana, uh, who's having a little bit of a procedure coming up on Monday, and she's going to get through with flying colors, and is going to kick its butt. And to my father-in-law, Marvin, someone said date that guy, because he won't be able to handle any of it, and needs at least seven or eight Xanax and maybe a, a Clonopin and possibly just a brick. I, I He's going to need some meds, but I love him dearly, sir. All right, 786-360-790 is the phone number on the, uh, on the Coral Springs. Oh, we have, we have, oh, oh, we have a little gate. Uh, oh, 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 Coral Springs Auto Mall text line, 67974. Let's hear, the Dolphins just scrimmaged. We just got Adam Gay sound in. Let's hear what he has to say. He, he was interested, you know. He's trying to figure out everything. You know, you don't expect this to happen. So I don't think like he looked at our situation like, oh, this is going to happen. So it's just a surprise, and I think he's got a lot of things to do. There's a lot of ambient noise on that. Hmm. Why do they always, they always do that? Let's blare music at the stadium while the press are trying to interview people. Okay. You couldn't find a better place to, like, can't they take them underneath? Jesus. Let's blare Beyonce while we're... Uh, well, well, to be fair, they probably were in the tunnel. I it didn't know. It didn't sound like they were in the tunnel. It sounded like they were outside in the stadium. Well, With yeah. speakers, like, uh, are just surrounding gates. So what do we take from that? Jay Cutler's interested. Yeah, because uh, no even though he didn't say in the clip, the 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 reporter who asked him taught, said Jay Cutler. That's why he didn't actually repeat. That's why he didn't say the name Jay Cutler. That's you talking about. Like he was interested because they talked uh, when you first talked to him. Um. All right. We're gonna get to our main man, uh, who gets us through drive time with Ethan and Curtis, and also. Uh, does a great job covering the fins for the South Florida Sun Sentinel, Chris Perkins. You can follow him on Twitter at Chris Perk. Perk, what's up, my man? Hey, Beast. How are you, man? Hey, we, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Yeah. I totally messed up. I did not say that you were on the Orion Fuels and Downstairs Convenience oh, Stores right. guest line because they are truly steps beyond convenient. Perk, now, now you can go. Yeah. So, um, scrimmage, was, uh, scrimmage was fairly low-key. Um Xavier Howard had a nice pick six on Matt Moore to start things off. Matt Moore came back and drove them down the field uh, for a uh, touchdown. Nice 22-yard pass to Jarvis Landry. Finished it off with a touchdown pass to uh, to Jarvis. Nothing really impressive uh, in the scrimmage on the uh, Jay Cutler deal. Um, Adam Gase said that um, that Jay is interested, but they're just kind of uh, trying to feel their way through the process and and uh, see what's best for the team right now. All right, Perk, we, I mean, there's so much. I already saw a report on Yahoo, another report that uh, Jay Cutler's already signed a one-year deal. Right, can we uh, definitively say that that is not true yet? Uh, we, we Nobody uh, nobody here has, has uh, reported that. So, okay. um, And Adam Gase did not say that after practice. So as far as we know, that is not true. But um, clearly, and, and, and we know, as, as Gase said, there's been contact between them. All right. Would you be surprised if if right now, uh, I mean, obviously, Jay Cutler can turn down the money. Maybe they don't want to give him enough money. There are all sorts of stuff. Would you be surprised if they were going to go out and get another quarterback right now if it wasn't Jay Cutler? Um, yeah, I think it, it's trending toward Cutler. I, that's that's the guy that, that I think is going to end up being here. And, and really, I think it was only between really two guys, Cutler and Kaepernick, and, um, no, Cutler has familiarity with Gase, and that's a huge, huge thing. Um, I mean, that has to play. Even though maybe we think Kaepernick has a bigger upside, uh, Jay Cutler knowing Adam Gase's offense and it being, you know, about a month or less before the season starts, uh, that has to be a huge factor in this. Yeah, well, Beast, I mean, you know how the NFL works. A, a lot of it is who you know, right? Look. David Fales is here because he was with Gase in Denver and he was with Gase in, in Chicago, right? Uh, Ted Larson was with Gase in Chicago. We know how the Pat Devlin, uh, Joe Philbin thing went, right? The number three quarterback and, and Philbin loved him. That, that's, part, that's a big part of the way things work in the NFL, familiarity. Whether you're a linebacker and, and a linebacker's coach knows you or offensive coordinator knows you and you're an offensive tackle, et cetera, et cetera, 
there is this Gase Cutler connection that is undeniable, and so that's that's really what makes him the leader in the clubhouse. And 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 that there is not a, a huge difference between who you would consider the top two quarterbacks out there, Kaepernick and Cutler. Right? It, it's not like. You know, if you chose one over the other, everybody would be going, oh, how could you make that decision? Uh, you know, it, it's, it's close enough so that familiarity, if that's the tiebreaker, yeah, that's okay. You can understand that. Uh, if you're Matt Moore, how are you feeling right now? Hey, Matt Moore said that's the way it goes. That's football. He said that's that's been my career. He said he's focused on uh, today and, and, and taking everything day to day, but – uh, you know, th- this is a guy who who knows that he's a a, a career backup. Um, it doesn't necessarily want it to be that way, but that that's just kind of the way that it is. And I'm I'm sure it stinks for him. But um, you know, Matt Moore is a professional. He's not going to come out and blast the organization and curse the heavens and and all that kind of stuff. He he's just going to do his job. So. That's the that's the attitude he had um, on, on uh, Friday, and that's the attitude he's got today. You know, it's not just the quarterback situation we're watching. Obviously, that's the most important, but obviously the Jay Ajayi situation, uh, the Mike Pouncey situation, the left guard situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, any updates on any of that stuff? Just uh, Tib Larson, uh, Gase, saying that there's he's not necessarily out for the season. Um, we knew that, that he could go uh, IR with designation to return. And that looks like that's the way that they're leaning. But clearly, um, I, well, I'll tell you this: these, you know, the offense that we saw out there today. When uh, you consider who was not out there, and I'll go over the, the, the list uh, in a second, but you didn't have your starting center. The guys you projected as starters, say two weeks ago, you didn't have your starting center. You didn't have your starting left guard. You didn't have your right tackle. You didn't have your left tackle. You didn't have your quarterback. You didn't have your running back. Now, Laramie Tunsil at left tackle was out for a personal reason. They said it's no big deal. Uh, right tackle, Juwan James, uh, I think he just got a day off. Uh, Kenny Stills, also not out there. So you were missing a wide receiver. He had some hamstring tightness. <clears throat> um, you know why Tannehill and Ajayi weren't out there. Uh, Nate Allen at safety, uh, I think he just got a day off. Um, just trying to see if I was missing anybody. But, yeah, you were missing so many pieces from that offense from – you know, what you would have projected as a starting lineup uh, two weeks ago that I'm not even really sure we got a good look at, at the offense today. All right, so that being said, the outside of personnel, the story from the scrimmage was? Uh, there really wasn't one. Um, Davin Godshaw started over Jordan Phillips again. Xavier Howard, you know, jumped the route and, and had a pick six. Matt Moore was so-so. Jarvis Landry had an outstanding catch. Uh, by the way, they did not tackle to the ground today, so it's hard to tell anything about the defense, whether it's the run defense, uh, the pass rush. You're, you're missing basically four of your starting offensive linemen, right? Um, J- Jermon Bushrod was the only one out there. It, it was really hard to draw conclusions, Beast, from, from what you saw today. It was, it was basically a glorified practice at Hard Rock Stadium. And, and look, Adam Gase did say a lot of this, for their purposes, was logistics, just to get used to the routine, the players who hadn't been in the stadium before, um, you know, communication, headsets, and, and coaches up in the booth, and, and all that kind of stuff. So it was, you know, as, as much as it was a scrimmage, it was a dry run for being at the stadium. You know, they opened here on Thursday night um, against Atlanta. But, um, yeah, there wasn't, there, there wasn't a whole lot of, uh, you know, concrete stuff that you could glean from out here because uh, – so much missing personnel and not tackling to the ground. And uh, but other than that, it was a, it was great, Beast. You should have been here. <laughs> on that note, how was the uh, how was the crowd out there? How was the support? Well, it was okay. Um, I, I don't know. You know, we didn't get a number, and it's hard to tell in a, in a stadium this big. I, I might guess maybe ten thousand, um, possibly possibly twelve. But yeah, some you know somewhere around ten thousand would be my guess. So decent crowd. Yeah. Did, did I see great, you know, great weather? So did I see video of new press box and and such? Oh yeah, the press box is great, man. Press box is great. Uh, Big Show is out here. Also, he was out uh, one day. When was that? Was that last season or OTAs? But um, he's a Dolphins fan, so yeah, he's been he, out to a bunch of Canes games too. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's a fan. But, um, yeah, no, the press box is great, Beast. You think our listeners care about the press box, Beast? No, but I do. I do because I have to go there for the uh, – I'm going to have to be there for the seven Canes games this year, so – that's right. No, they've done a great job. Look, I think the the entire stadium looks really good, actually. Um, 
Steve Ross has really done a good job. You know, I guess a half a billion dollars should get you a nice uh, upgrade on the stadium. Uh, but, BC, you know what? I, I actually was, when we were sitting in here, uh, before the scrimmage started, the stadium really, really looks good. And I was wondering if you could turn it into a recruiting advantage for the Canes. But I think this stadium is so Dolphins, beast with the aqua seats and the, it, it just – it just kind of – I don't know if the Canes can get past kind of like being a renter in this stadium because there's nothing that says Canes. It's a great stadium, well, but I, I was just trying to think, could, could they use this as a recruiting advantage? It's a great stadium, but nothing I, about it says Canes. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, they do an okay job on Saturday of dressing up and making it uh, into Canes, Orange, and Greens. I mean, certainly uh, yep. being able to be at a stadium that has hosted Super Bowls, does will host Super Bowls, will host big games, big concerts, yep. all that stuff. Major that, bowl games, yep. yeah. I mean, that's going to be a big thing. Uh, but, you know, they're always going to be fighting, hey, we don't have a stadium on campus that our students can walk to and all that stuff. So, uh, listen, they, they do the best they can with it. Um, I, I don't think that uh, I don't think that right now that's what – I don't think the stadium is what Miami is using to draw people right now. Uh, no, but, no, no. And, and, and apparently it's not holding Mark Rick back from what I've seen no, of uh, no. you know, these recruiting classes recently. So, yeah. Yes, So yes. they're doing all right. Yes, because we should be reading rivals rankings for the 2027 class. Right now, but hey, there, there's a lot of seventh graders awaiting their offers. That is, come on, that is correct. Perk, uh, thanks so much, man. You can hear Perk every single weekday on with uh, Ethan and Curtis, uh, four to seven in the afternoon, right here on the ticket. And follow him on Twitter at Chris Perkins or ask at Chris Perk and read him in the Sun Sentinel, which I'm going to go find your post scrimmage uh, article. Is that up yet? Uh, no, it's not. No, well, it's not. Well, hurry we, up we and write, damn it. Get off the phone <laughs> with me and go write. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna, I was starting to write, but I had this damn radio interview I had to do. Oh, sorry, damn, sorry. Damn it! All right, Perk. Thanks, man. All right, man. Bye. Antoine disturbing Perk while he's trying to write and get articles up. How dare you? I didn't ask for him. It wasn't me. You're interrupting. Yeah, I mean, he's trying to get work done for his main employer, the Sun Sentinel, and you're interrupting him in the press box, no less. I know fans don't care about the press box, but this is what I've always said. You know how you know the term happy wife, happy life? I don't have that, by the way. I am a horrible I mean, I'm a really I'm a pretty decent father. Uh on the husband side of things, it's it's only a matter of time before she just it, like I come home and all the stuff is gone. It's it's only a matter of time. Or or there's a gun found in her backseat. No, my wife doesn't do that. With a bullet with your name on it. Whoa, whoa, slow your roll, homie. Not saying she's going to kill you. Just saying she's going to shoot you. It's a difference. Is there? It's a flesh wound. We're going to trust, we're going to trust AIM at this point? You going to trust your wife's AIM? No. No, I don't. That's why you're having a... No, I... She's not a gun person, so if she were to pick one up, trust me... She wouldn't be aiming it correctly. And besides the fact, you're the reason I call Perk. You're a liar. Um, I am not. You said go get Perk yesterday. You prove said it, get prove Perk. It. Who's more believable, me or you? Me, obviously. Hmm. Is the wife really going to shoot me? Is that going to happen? If you keep pushing her like you do. I listen. I'm just me, man. She knows. She knew what she was doing. You know, she probably didn't. I was. Uh, like, yeah, you probably hid some stuff back, from her, and then you. And then you oh, oh, back when we were like dating. I mean, there was poet. I was writing poetry. Yeah, you a perfect I was, gentleman. I was all sorts of stuff, and now it's just me, and it's not good. It's not good. Should have You should have told her all that before she said I do. I mean, and this week alone that I have while they're up in Connecticut is not gonna. I mean, when she gets back, if the house is still standing and I still have a liver. That'll be a plus. I'm just going to let you know. Just going to let you know now. As soon as I leave here, I'm going to the liquor store. I'm getting this Irish whiskey that I'm bringing to Leroy's tonight, and we're having a show uh, thing. And I, I, I can't, I don't know what's going to happen. I may need a transplant by Tuesday. But by the way, if you live in the uh, Cooper City area and you just uh, see a beached whale out of the pool uh, tomorrow, uh, just trying to dry out. That's me. Don't. It's okay. Don't call the Coast Guard. It's. It's just. It's just me. Back after this in the ticket.
am so behind on these liar, liners. I'm gonna, I'm gonna basically do a segment of liners. There's one more chance for you to win Guns N' Roses tickets. I'll be there. And go road tripping with Romberg to see GNR at Marlins Park next Tuesday. Win a pair at the pickup spot. That's Twin Peaks Davey. Stop by at 3 p.m. We've changed the time. They moved the concert back to starting at 6, so we moved our time back to 3. Uh, stop by Twin Peaks and Davey, 3 p.m. Tuesday. Register there to win, and you can be taken right there on the bus with Romberg and a bunch of Botran Rum and Coors Light uh, to go road tripping with Romberg to the concert. It's Botran Rum, the taste of per- perfection. Award-winning Botran Rum, rum that is not just aged but nurtured. Coors Light, whatever you, whatever your mountain, climb on. God, that is a great tagline by Coors Light. Coors Light, whatever your mountain, climb on. I like to climb on a mountain. What's no, no. your mountain? <laughs> Drink responsibly. Sponsored by Wisdom Concierge for the ride of your life. Speaking of mountains. Uh, wisdomconcierge.com and by Live Nation for music and live events. Check out livenation.com. Don't forget that... You, no, I'm really... I'm just going to keep doing liners. The Ticket and Publix, where shopping is a pleasure, present the 5th Annual Joe DiMaggio Children's Hospital Kids Love and Family Expo, Saturday, September 16th, at the Museum of Discovery and Science in downtown Fort Lauderdale, featuring over 75 activities for kids, celebrities, meet and greets, character photo ops, and more. Sponsored by the law firm of Vantage Arnold Levine, accident attorneys, call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. For tickets and more info, log on to theticketmiami.com. And, because I damn can... Fantasy football players win your league. Come to the ticket's third annual Anna John Levine, John Clayton Fantasy Football Camp with special guest CBSSports.com's Jamie Eisenberg. It's Saturday night, August 26th at Sporta Kings at Gulfstream Park from 6 to 9 p.m. It's free and win some exclusive one-on-one time with John Clayton Saturday afternoon. How about that? Just register right now at theticketmiami.com. It's all brought to you by Anna Darnell Levine, Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. Love those guys. That's 1-800-747-3733. Sponsored by East Coast Public Adjusters and by Gun World of South Florida. For more details on attending for free, go to theticketmiami.com. There you go. Liners. Liners. We've got liners. We've got some, 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 some liners. Liners! Everyone is looking at me. Mike and Boca. Hey, uh, is this Wake and Take? Uh, no, we don't play uh, annoying music for an entirety of an hour. Wow, don't don't discourage uh, Wake and Take. Are you good? Uh, I'm good. You good? I'm good. Uh, Billy, hey, Billy, you good? Chris, you good? Allie, Allie Cat, you good? Dan, Dan, I'm good. Good, good. Okay, good. What do you got? Beast, uh, what do you what do you bring into the event tonight? What kind of alcohol you bring into the event tonight? You know what? I, I found um, an amazing Irish whiskey called Redbreast, which uh. I mean, given the name, you know I'm going to find that one. And I was drinking it heavily last week um, down at Mickey Burns as we had a little watch party for El Clasico. And uh, I think I'm going to go find a bottle of that and bring it to Leroy's house and uh, get in his hot tub. Can, can I make a suggestion? Sure. Uh, why don't you make your way over to the liquor store and get you some Boltron rum? Um, Taste of heaven. It, it is, it, and it's nurtured. So, yeah. uh, you know, I, I love it. Anything that's nurtured, whether it's a baby or rum, is amazing. Um, I do have plenty of Boltron rum, but tonight seems like a whiskey night. Uh, okay. Well, release the Rumberg in you. Um, if I'm going to do any releasing, it's certainly not going to be Rumberg. I'm going to end this here. You should. Let's just all have inside jokes about the station. Why not? Guillermo, put it on the poll. On it, Dan. I do love the wake and take. I'm just going to tell you that. And I even do love the music. I think it's funny. The open is a little bit annoying. going to tell you that. But the wake and take is glorious. Sue Gotts is really a glorious being. Uh, to think I knew him when he was an intern for the Hammer... Back before uh, he made his millions on whatever he made his millions on. Uh, I'm guessing radio is only a part of that. I don't really don't want to know where the rest of the money comes from. Uh, is just unbelievable. 
the rise of Stugatz, that in itself could be a 30 for 30. It really could. I'd like to be involved in that. Speaking of that, uh, while I'm on 30 for 30s, I watched the Mike and the Mad Dog 30 for 30 last night, which, ironically, Stugatz was actually in for like 10 seconds. What? Question for you. Stu, if you're out there, uh, John, uh, whatever, uh, answer this question, or anyone that's involved. Why the hell is that bore, Damon Amendolara, on my TV and that Mike and the Mad Dog stupid thing uh, for half an hour, and uh, a guy like Stu Gotts, who's on your own network, who grew up in New York, in Long Island, uh, listening to Mike and the Mad Dog, influenced by those guys, not on it more. You're putting the CBS radio guy on that's uh, uh, like was down here for six minutes and then made everyone fall asleep. That's what's going to happen. Like, listen, n- no offense to him. He's a Syracuse guy. And there's a lot of Syracuse guys out there that are just uh, they know how to be trained broadcasters. And they all have the same voice. And they're great to listen to. And they go out and get jobs. But they're boring as hell. Um, not that I'm good because I, I wouldn't say that I'm good at all, but, uh, I just, I was watching, I'm, I'm sitting there watching this 30 for 30 and I'm like, they're putting all, they're putting, they're putting all these great guys from the fan on, right? Like Steve Summers and Joe Beningo, all these guys on, they put Stu Gatz on and then I see DA like, what, wh- huh? What, 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 where did he fit into the mix? Give me more, give me Chris Carlin, give me, uh. Uh, Malusis, who's the other producer of the Mike and the Mad Dog show. Give me give me more of that. But anyways, on that whole thing, you know, it's funny. We look back now at Mike and the Mad Dog and think of it as such an archaic uh, type of sports radio that would never work anywhere else other than New York or Boston or Philly, Chicago, uh, in the homogenous cities where everybody is um, like all for one, one for all. Maybe not for the same team because New York, obviously, you have Mets fans, Yankee fans, all that stuff. But certainly everyone in New York is, you know, pro New York, all New Yorker. You know, rooting for one New York team or the other. It doesn't work in cities like this where everyone's rooting for, you know, there's a ton of Dolph fans, but crap, there's a ton of Patriots fans, a ton of Jets fans, a ton of Giants fans, a ton of Steelers fans. I mean, uh, we have a bar for everything. I mean, you could be, seriously, you could be a uh, Toronto Argonauts fan, and there's a bar for you somewhere in South Florida. Um, the Montreal Alouettes probably have a huge following down here. Do they still exist? I don't know. Um, but without Mike and the Mad Dog, without the fan, without them establishing the first 24-hour sports radio station, um I mean, there were sports shows. Obviously, Hank was doing sports radio before Mike and the Mad Dog was. Uh, you know, Sonny Hirsch down here was doing sports radio. Um, Rick Weaver was doing sports radio down here. I mean, up in Boston, um, Eddie Edelman was doing sports radio before Mike and the Mad Dog had the Sunday sports huddle, uh, Sunday nights. But those guys took what was just a little uh, tiny industry of... You know, here's like a like down here. WI here's WIOD. We're going to be news and talk all day, and then we'll have our one sports show at night, hosted by Sonny or Hank or Josie or somebody, or Defoe, Mad Dog, whatever. Went from that, or maybe a weekend sports show or what have you. You know, with some lame name like Talking Sports with Chuck. Um, to becoming an entire industry. And as much as now I look back, as much as right now, what Mike Francesa is doing on the fan is is just not good radio in my eyes. Um, what they were doing back then was what Dan and Stu Gotts and those guys are doing now is changing the paradigm of a medium. Like we didn't have back in, you know, the late '80s, there wasn't this have two guys on that have opposite points of view that are contentious, you know, whatever, um, talking about sports on a station that is all sports all the time. That didn't exist, and those guys did that for 19 freaking years, and it's really it was I thought it was a pretty good 30 for 30. 
Again, less DA, more Stugatz. Um, but you look back at it now, and they're taking all these calls, and the callers are on for all this three, four minutes, and they're talking hardcore. You know, what do you think about the uh, the double switch and uh, for the Mets in the seventh and stuff that we would never get to now or talk about unless it was like ridiculous. Um, but back then it was that's that's that was that was the wheelhouse for that time in that place. But without them, none of this exists. There's none of this. There's no uh, Zaslow, Robert, and Amber. There's no uh, Perk, Ethan, and Curtis. There's no uh, Tobin, Leroy, Beast. Uh, there's not even Dan and Stu Gods. Like it, they paved the way. And then ESPN, I mean, when ESPN Radio first started, I'm old enough to actually remember this. Uh, when it was uh, Tony Bruno and Chuck Wilson, when they first started, it was literally just weekends and maybe even just weekend nights. ESPN Radio was on two days a week. And that was it. It wasn't a 24-hour. It wasn't... There was no Mike and Mike. There was no... Uh, Bumani Jones. There was no... There, were, there was nothing. There was, there was one show. Or whatever they had. Two days a week. They'd fly guys in, do weekends, and get out. And that was ESPN Radio. And that was it. So, the worldwide leader wasn't even 24-7 in sports radio. Until after the fan is 24-7 in sports radio. Just saying. Just throwing that out there. I thought it was a pretty entertaining hour. Uh, what, was, what, was, what was interesting to me is my nine-year-old was trying to read a book while I was watching the 30 for 30. And he, he kept... Like, it got his attention. He kept looking up and asking me questions and whatnot. So, even though the practice of what they did and how they did it is kind of at this point outdated and antiquated. And if you're still doing that sort of sports radio, um, you're uh, totally in a year gone by, but that led to what we have now. The idea of, cause what it used to be before that is like I said, the news station would have one sports show with one host on for three hours at night, taking phone calls that were literally so caught up in the minutia of, uh, you know, what do you think about the pulling of the left guard on that fourth play of the third down of the seventh drive of the second quarter of, you know, that's what it was. And that, that stuff sucks. Who should we move to the, uh, the two spot in the order? Have a, it's a, let's have a let's have a three hour discussion, or uh, uh, you know, uh, Hall of Fame votes. Let's talk about who should be in the uh, Baseball Hall of Fame. Let's do that. Speedo is Jason Taylor uh, being enshrined in the Hall of Fame tonight, and uh, really happy for him. Um, and our girl Joy, obviously Hollywood Joy Taylor. God, her transformation. She went Cali in several ways. Daddy likey. Did I just, did I, that, oh, hmm. No one mentioned this to Joy that I just did like a daddy likey situation thing because we're friends and I feel like that's awkward and maybe I shouldn't have gone that far, but, oh, damn. I mean, girl, girlfriend went to Cali and found herself in a major way. All right, we have one segment left. You know what we do in this last segment on a Saturday, which is, in case you missed it, then we've got a little baseball coming up on the Redidio station, which, listen, you're driving around, as my old friend the Mad Dog would say, driving around with your windows down on a uh, Saturday, uh, you know, put on a little baseball. Listen, a little baseball. Go sit by the pool. Get it on a little bit. Go drink some Botran rum and get nurtured. Back after this on the ticket. This is how we do it. The ticket in Publix where shopping is a freaking pleasure. Present the Memorial Family Birthplace Baby Love Event. 
Friday, September 15th from 7 and 10 p.m. Museum of Discovery and Science in downtown Fort Lauderdale. Expectant and new parents can enjoy an evening filled with activities. Learn about the latest products for their growing families. Exclusive discounts, celebrity photo ops, and chances to win amazing prizes. Sponsored by A&P Air Conditioning. Official sponsor of the Storybook Photo Station. For tickets and more, log on to theticketmiami.com. We got a lot going on, man. We got baby love. We got kids love. We got riptide. Powered by Ford, we got uh, our uh, fantasy football camp, John Clayton, Jamie Eisenberg, all driven, uh, all powered by Energon Levine. Trying to get the sponsors in. Road Tripping with Romberg, Bo- Botran Rum, Coors Light, Twin Peaks. I'm just going to start mentioning businesses. I mean, we got a crap ton going on. Go to thedigamiami.com and try to sort it all out. We had our big reveal for Riptide yesterday. I, uh, for some reason, was uh, dragged, not dragged, asked to uh, report to the Bahia Mar, which is a beautiful hotel, Doubletree uh, Hotel, Bahia Mar Doubletree, right on Fort Lauderdale Beach, right across from where Riptide is. Uh, I was there yesterday at 6 a.m., woke up at 3.38, and I'm not complaining about that because the morning show does wakes up every morning at 3.38, but... The problem is, is that when you do that every day, you get into a schedule, you try to go to bed early or you nap, you you carve out a, a way of that life. When you're just doing it a couple of days and I had to wake up early this morning and take my wife and kid to the airport, uh, I'm all out of sorts. Um, but that's that's not an issue. But I'm sitting by the pool yesterday as we did our big uh, Riptide 2017 Powered by Ford reveal and... Um, Got to have a little mimosa action, was jamming on the steel drums, uh, and did a cannonball into the water. So I had a fun morning. And then I had to come to work, which ruined everything. But if you missed it, here's what's coming December 2nd and December 3rd to Fort Lauderdale Beach. Uh, On Saturday, December 2nd, more of the shark, our sister station who plays a little more uh, alternative music. We're going to have Cage the Elephant, Weezer. Andrew McMahon in the Wilderness, uh, Portugal, The Man, Iration, Saint Motel. They were there last year. They were really good. New Politics, uh, Mondo Cosmo, Barnes, Courtney, The Academic, uh, My Q, uh, all sorts of stuff going on. Plus, there's at least two more huge bands to be announced for that day. Okay? We're working on contracts now. They're like headliner type bands. Uh, and then we have Sunday, we got our old school with Casey and the Sunshine Bands, uh, South Florida Zone. Lou Reed, original frontman for uh, Farner. Oh, sorry, Lou Graham, not Lou Reed. Hello. Lou Graham, original frontman for Farner. Morris Day in the Time, one of my favorite bands ever. I swear to God, if I'm not on stage helping to introduce more in the, Morris Day in the Time, someone's getting fired. I don't know who that would be because I don't have that kind of power, but still. I mean, Jungle Love, The Bird, Ice Cream Castles. I mean, it doesn't get any better. Jerk out, jerking everything in sight, in the skillet. I mean, I I could go on forever. Chill sauce. Jerome, bring me my mirror. Anyways, uh, lover boy, lime, Shannon, let the music play. Mr. Nice Guy, and I know of yet another monstrous headlining act that they are working on signing for Sunday. That has come up in the uh, suit meetings. That will blow your mind. Get your tickets now, man. Get your freaking tickets. Go to theticketmiami.com. Click on that Riptide page. Amazeballs. You're going to want to be there. And we thank the people from Ford, as always. Uh, I guess we should do this now. This is where, in case you uh, were in a coma for this week, and if you were, I'm, I'm sorry, and I'm glad you recovered. But this is called In Case You Missed It. There you have it. News has never been softer. Good news for change. What do you say, huh? Coming up, handsome mustachioed man recaps news in pleasing baritone. Stay tuned for this and more. Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? All right, here we go. In case you missed it. Headline. People intentionally OD to be revived at Narcan parties. No, no, you gotta leave the music going for, for this. You gotta, Antoine. Did you tell him to fade it out? No, it's fine. We don't have to have it. 
I like when the music's going though. The bed isn't long enough for you to do the whole the whole segment with it. Well, we'll work on that for next week. All right, fine. All right. Even though we've never done it like that. No, we have. We we did it last week uh, like that, didn't we? I faded it out. We really have some miscommunication problems. I'm just going to let you know that. All right. Which is weird because we talk to each other almost every... A lot. We talk to each other a lot. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, emergency workers in North Carolina are frustrated over what they say are Narcan parties in which drug users intentionally overdose with the idea they'll be brought back with the drug. Emergency management, uh, management I can't speak, a man, uh, mermaids. Emergency Management Services Battalion Chief for Rowan County, Chris Richardson, told WSOC. Look up where's WSOC? Where's this going on? Uh, people are overdosing in houses or public places knowing responders are nearby with Narcan. With Narcan readily available and over the counter now, they are having group gatherings called Narcan parties. They will revive, uh, they will have numerous people around. Drug users say revival by Narcan gives them a rush. When Narcan was administered in 2016, Rowan County, which is uh, where Charlotte is, Charlotte, North Carolina, 292 calls were reported total. Just this year, though, June, uh, the county has seen 284 calls, a 94% increase. You know what that sounds like? Uh, what was the name of that movie? I'm going to have to look it up right now. With... Uh, uh, Julia Roberts and uh, not Emilio Estevez. What's who's the guy that's in um, Lone Survivor? Lone uh, the 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 what's the Mark, Mark Wahlberg? Not Mark Wahlberg. The dude that was on Twenty Four. Kiefer Sutherland. You're thinking you're thinking of Flatliners. Flatliners. That's what it reminds me of. Like, let's die so we can be brought back and figure out what that's like. But they're not doing it for they're not doing it for scientific reasons. They're just doing it because they're idiots. To get high. I mean, anything to get high, man. I stand by what I said. Hmm. Speaking of which, I need to go get some ready whip. Ready whip. Yep, in the basket. I am like what twenty for twenty on this whole thing. Okay, uh, let's go to Sierra Leone. I believe that's in Africa. They ban menacing jogging groups. An immediate ban on jogging groups has been imposed on the citizens of Sierra Leone after police say it encourages disruptive behavior. The Guardian reports that the announcement, which says jogging in large numbers creates a hint of menace, has caused some to become upset because they say the group outings have helped to curb violence within youth groups in the community. The police announcement said individuals are still welcome to jog for health reasons, but only at recreational facilities or at the beach. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So now, if you jog in a group, that is illegal in Sierra Leone. Now listen. Here's where I'm going to hit you with this one. I don't disagree. These rat bastards. The on, sons of New Balance. On Sunday mornings, either like the 40 runners together that are going to block my road or the 78 bikers together. And dude, if you like live in West Pines and you're an electrician... There's no reason why you should have, like, the bike gear that makes you look like you're in the freaking uh, Tour de France with sponsors on it. Like, granted, it's, like, sponsored by, like, Chucky's Auto Mechanic, but still, like, if you're just the recreational rider on the weekend, like, please, go out there with a pair of shorts and a t-shirt and ride your little bike. I don't need you with your freaking Greg LeMond helmets on. That's a dated reference. Uh, piping down the streets, okay? Just get the hell out of my way with your damn bikes. Go ride somewhere else. I don't know where that would be, but try Alligator Alley. Have fun with that. Enjoy the gators. As long as you're not a menacing jogging group. Yeah. Jogger gang. Um. I really need to be quicker to get to the uh, the trash can. That, it, was, it was good form, though, on that one. Uh, I'm skipping this story because Scaramucci lasted six days. There's no reason to give him any pub, the mooch. Although, I did see that Sean Spicer turned down Dance with the Stars, and I am pissed off about that. Spicy on Dance Can with the Stars? Can he dance? I, bro, that's not a requirement for Dancing with the Stars. No, it, it should it's, be. It's Dancing the, with the Stars. No, but it's the star part. Like, you have to be a star. Is he a star? Oh, Spicy is a star. Melissa, Melissa McCarthy is a star. Because of Spicy. 
No, she was that before that. Well, yeah, but she, she made Spicy a star. Okay, yeah, yeah, Spicy, Spicy should be on the show. But now um, people are worrying that they're going to ask the Mooch to do it, and that guy's got a huge ego, and he'll say yes. I don't want to see his ass anymore. Like, get out of here, Mooch. Lasted six days. He I mean, lasted six days. His life fell apart within yeah, six days. Divorce. Of him taking, yeah, uh, well, all within taking the job. He, uh, his life I mean, fell apart. I mean, come on, dude, get it together, buddy. Uh, self-proclaimed sugar daddy banned from seeking sugar baby on the beach. Uh, of course, it's Florida. Why wouldn't it be? A Florida beach banned a 73-year-old man after he handed out business cards with the intent of finding a sugar baby. I need to do something like that while the wife is away. Let's get into this. Hold on. Uh, CBS News reports Richard Basaraba. His business cards read, Sugar Daddy seeking his sugar baby and featured a photo of a man with a young woman on his lap. Basaraba said he was devastated when officials told him to stay off the beach and walkovers for six months for violating a soliciting ordinance. He claims to have not done anything wrong, and he was careful not to hand the cards to anyone under the age 18. Although, how can you, are you checking IDs? I'm really upset about it, Basaraba said. This really knocked me for a loop. Accepting application for a sugar baby. It's a conversation starter, he said. Damn straight it is. A mother of a 16-year-old girl who's approached by Becerra says the man told her daughter to call him when she's 18. He claimed to have approached her because her bus size. See? You can't go, uh, you can't judge. Never mind. Uh, yeah. You were so in trouble. <laughs> Listen, I'm just- You were so close to getting in trouble. <laughs> I, I just- The very nature of it is not a bad idea. But, sir, I will tell you, you don't have to act like the perv on the beach looking for young women. There's something called the internet. There's a website for that, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, you, you can get There's whatever. Probably you, several websites I mean, that. they may not offer it on Amazon, but I'm sure if you dig deep enough, you can find what you're looking for. Craigslist? I wouldn't know about anything like I that. I wouldn't know either, but I'm just taking a wild guess. I, I wouldn't know anything about back pages either or, you know, any other dark web sort of situation, but whatever. Whatever floats your boat. Huh. Get some time on my hands later. Maybe I'll head down to Hollywood Beach and hand out some business. How about you don't? How about you don't? Well, I don't know what I would say, though, because I I mean, I'm not rich. I have no money, so what am I offering? You have a house. Like, hang with a hairy guy? Is that that what I'm going to go with? Come hang with a hairy guy. Not only do you have a house, you have a house to yourself. Yeah, I mean, chicks, I mean, it's South Florida, man. I mean, dudes have houses, plus blow, and cars, and money. You've got two out of those four things. Blow, I mean, car, and house, you're right. All right, last one. Oh, God. Seriously, what would I write in the car, though? Hang, come hang with the hairy guy or come uh, have a fiesta with the fat guy or, uh, you know. You, uh, are you really trying to alliterate and there's nothing to alliterate. Come you can stop. Um, be with the bald man. Yeah. Uh, join me at the pool for some exciting days of action, which would include me snoring. Like, what the hell am I ever? Nothing. I, I, I got nothing to offer. Which is why I'm screwed when the wife does eventually just walk out because I what what am I what do I got? What the hell am I gonna do? You know what I have? This is what I have. This is what this is what I have to offer. A job. No, no, no. no well, yes, I have that. Although it, I love my job. Uh, Good answer. Th- this is this Good is, answer. This is what I have. So there's a place up the street, a little dive of a place, Howie's. They do breakfast and sandwiches and subs and soups. It's really good. Tiny place, like a counter and like three tables. And we used to order delivery from there from there all the time. But now that I'm obviously I have the surgery, really I bring my own food, whatever. But yesterday I didn't bring any of my own food because I had to be at the BMR early, so I didn't, you know, bring my own food to the car, it would get too hot, all that stuff. Uh so I stopped at Howie's on the way in to the station to pick up breakfast, some scrambled eggs. I had some uh, two scrambled eggs for breakfast, and then for lunch. Uh, I had a scoop of chicken salad because that's like 
protein. It's on my list. And I walk in there and I'm just waiting at the counter for the order to be ready. This is what I this is what I get is dude uh that resembles Lausen. So uh dark complected, 17 feet tall, um strong, able to squash me with his uh pinky, uh is like, hey man, you're the beast. And I'm like, yeah. It's like what do you think about Tannehill? I'm like, it sucks. He's like, yeah, it does suck. He's like, you're a superstar, man. Meanwhile, the three hot chicks that work at Howie's, who I've always wanted to see in person because when they answer the phone, they sound smoking, and they are smoking. That dude that owns Howie's, I don't know if there's a Howie or a Howard or that's just a name, but whatever dude is running that place, you've got your, you, you know how to hire help because, damn. An eye for talent. Yeah, an eye for talent. So these three girls that are just working behind the counter are looking at me like, wait, superstar? Like, no, don't think so. And the guy's like, yeah, he's on the ticket. And they're just like, and? The hell's, and? We don't know who you are, sir. Yes, you're paying for your food. Get the hell out of here. That's why you got to hit him with, hey, hey, I'm a big deal. No, because once they dig further, they'll find out I'm not a big deal. But you are a big deal. No, the deal's not big. Uh, security guard is accused of stealing $100,000 on his first day at work. A New Jersey guard's first day in the job was also his last after he allegedly stole hundred grand out of his own company's armored truck. That's great. Um, Garda security officers recovered $85,900 of the money from a car the next day. It's not known what happened to the rest of the money. All right. Oh, right off the back of the rim and in. That's what she said. Uh, So if you're going to take a job, and you plan on using that job for illegal purposes, at least, like, be more than 24 hours in. I mean, first day is not the day you want to go to rob the place that you work for. I mean, at least get some benefit out of the job first, right? Some of the perks. I mean, if I got to work for an armored car company, I mean, I'd want to drive that armored car around a couple of times. Bet you I could get some chicks if I drove an armored car. Yeah, but it wouldn't be the right kind of checks. Listen, beggars can't be choosers. You know? Like, the short, fat, bald, hairy guy. What are you begging for? You, you're married with a kid. No, no, I'm not begging for anything. But I'm just saying, if I were to be begging, the short, fat, bald, hairy guy, like, is can't be out there just hoping that, you know, an Amazon crawls into the armored truck. You never know. They might like that. Thank you to everyone for listening. Uh, I appreciate it. We've been all over the place. We've been social, political, stupid, moronic, and sporty. Thanks to Matt, Antoine, Jordan. Appreciate you. Baseball. Been very, very good to me. Coming your way next right here on The Ticket.